Hello. Hello. We are having a question from a listener about the the power of our thoughts mm-hmm. and how it can affect our mental health, our physical health. Yeah. She also mentioned kids. Mm-hmm. So maybe she wanted to know if um, maybe she wants kids. Yeah. We were talking a little bit before we started today's recording and we talked about all these different constellations mm-hmm. that occurs in these days. It's not just having kids anymore. It's so many different options. Mm-hmm. And you can have biological kids, you can adopt, mm-hmm. and uh, you can have uh, foster kids. And what's funny, we just discovered that I'm adopted yeah. and you are, of course, ad- yeah. biological but you have foster kids. Yes. I recently had my biological, biological son. Yes. Uh, and uh, you are in an um, alternative relationship. Yeah. And I am in an alternative relationship. So it's a lot of things here. So where should we start? I think that w- the first thing that this says is that desire and manifestation is not connected to who you are or where you come from is more connected with a choice and to have the freedom of putting these ideas into action. Mm. Because, uh, I don't know, in in my case, um, this year I am going to become 50, which is like... Really? Yeah. No. (laughs) 50 years old. 50, yeah. I'm fine with that. That is not a thing. It's like, it's a big number in my head. And in my culture to be gay and to be a father was completely disconnected when gay rights movement started in Argentina the whole discussion around it was okay to get married makes sense because you need some sort of legal protection but uh, to be a father is completely wrong so the whole discussion was about parenthood about adoption and everything and even though my family was very open in the sense of Lucas is always going to do whatever the hell mm-hmm. he wants. Mm-hmm. There were some concerns about certain members of my family on how that was going to work in the practical sense because they thought that was going to give a lot of uh, problems to the kids, actually. Yeah, they were thinking about the kid, if you had a kid. Or yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, okay, this this is very selfish because it's something that you want, but you're not oh. thinking about what the kid is going oh. to face yeah. because of having a uh, gay but parent. You at this time you wanted to have kids, and you share that with your family, or I, was this just yeah. something they start to discuss on your behalf? No, at one point when my family was discussing about the plans for the future and what was going to happen 
when they were older and then my all of us were living with their own families okay my parents started to assume that of course my brothers will have kids but, but i wouldn't okay yeah. and they had in their minds that i was going to be the one taking care of themselves when they were older or yeah. something which in my mind was like really sad to think about. Mm -hmm. It was like, you think that I'm going to devote my life to take care of you instead of living my life? Yeah. <laughs> Just a secret, they were wrong. But okay. yeah, yeah. Um, that, that led to the discussion of first me asking myself if I wanted kids or not, and then telling my family that I, I do. I, I did. I wanted. I said, you know, I, I, you know what? I want. So I started uh, researching about adoption. I started to talk with my partner then, and it was uh, my partner. He he said, no, no, I I am not ready. I am not a good example to be a father. I don't want uh, a kid to grow after me, which in the end led our uh, relationship to dissolve because. That for me was a big project and mm. it wasn't going anywhere. Um, in the end, I discovered that being a foster parent made a lot of sense because there are lots of kids out there that need uh, the possibility to get better health care or a loving place to grow up or like a different opportunity in life for a while until their families can be up on their feet again and go back to their parents. I said, I want to do that because not because it was the next best thing. It was because for me, the most important thing was to feel, to make someone feel that they were loved and taken care for. And that was for me the, like, what the experience brought to me. But can we say that if someone tries to get kids, mm -hmm. and let's say in this case, this girl who yeah. wrote us, yeah, yeah. and we don't know the specific, maybe I should have emailed her before we w went into that, but if you want to have biological kids mm. and you don't get that, and we are talking about the law of attraction, mm -hmm. and how would we... I, think that, yeah. I think that you need to put something center stage mm, for some people i in my work as a therapist i saw a lot of women in the late 30s early 40s they say that they wanted to go through the experience of motherhood mm. which is not the same as being a mother mm. that they wanted to to have a kid growing in their bellies yeah that is a very specific desire and that there is a window of opportunity in in our biology on what we can do or what we can't do mm. and now you can uh, freeze uh, some eggs you can prepare yourself to expand that window of opportunity but even in that case window of opportunity has some extremes yeah. and some people can find a lot of roadblocks onto this and one important roadblock is how your body reacts emotionally towards that because to do certain things especially if you're going for in vitro or any kind of 
uh, treatment to uh, be able to to have kids, you have to have a very special mindset, and your emotions need to be there. And stress mm -hmm. works against it, and um, our thoughts can block literally how our body reacts to it. Mm. So, yeah. Because a lot of people that try to get kids for a long time, they it just gets stressful, right? Mm -hmm. Just gets extremely stressful to even think, okay, now we have to. Now the time is. Yeah, we have the, the window now. From yes. yeah. Um, But if you're going to link this to the power of the, our thoughts, mm -hmm. I think if you know that it's a deep, deep desire, mm -hmm. you have gone through the steps and you know that the drive is there mm -hmm. and then you have the to-do list. Okay, that's that's pretty simple for some, like do the, the action. But for some people, it's, it's more it's, work. It's very hard be because um, there is a lot of vulnerability even to go. I remember when I went to the to madrid city hall to fill the forms to open our house to become foster parents yeah that the kind of questions that they make you are you can find them offensive they are of yeah. course in the best interest yeah. of the kid but it's a lot of exposure there yeah it can happen the same when you go to a fertility doctor and the fertility doctor starts to tell you how you need to have sex and what mm -hmm. you need to do after having sex mm -hmm. or um, about frequency and lots of things that are connected mm -hmm. with with fertility. So there is a level of vulnerability that you need to put on the table. And that that is, I think, very connected to the question about the power of the thoughts and going into the biology. Because all this fear and this uh, shame and all these things manifest in our body somehow. And here we are talking about something that we can't do without our body. Mm. That That's the thing. Because if you're thinking, I, I don't know, I want to write a book, but I don't want to sit and type for hours. Maybe I do a recording and then I use artificial intelligence yeah. and then I get yeah. a subscription. <laughs> yeah. um, or I want to make a huge dinner for 20 people. Maybe I hire someone and they cook. But when we are talking about, I don't know, gaining muscles or losing weight or having kids, there is no way we can do that without our physical self. Mm. So that goes, I think, to the core of the things that we need to sort and work with. Yeah. Um, we know that stress uh, affects how our hormones and neurotransmitters work in, our, in the body. So there are organs that receive less blood flow uh, because of the constriction uh, that generates around these organs. And also uh, our habits of movement have an influence on the level of oxygenation and plasticity certain organs have. So we know that we are affecting somehow the way our body responds to it. So there is a level of awareness that is needed when you go into these specific dreams when you need to put your body as part of it. We describe in the, in the 4D met method about... Um, the desire, the drive, the do-it list, and the deserve. 
I feel again that the fourth T, the deserve, is one of the most important ones here because the way you feel about your dreams will constrict how collaborative your body is going to be. Uh, if, if not, uh, I understand the willing and the power of the mind, but you need to work with what you have. Mm. And I see that, for example, when people talk about cancer and the changing lifestyle, that they say, okay, if I have my mind clear, now I deserve to live and everything is going to change. So this is fixed. Kind of, because your body will, your mind will transform the matter, but it will work with the matter that you have left. Mm. And with uh, making yourself the question, for example, to have kids uh, and how your body reacts to it and be able to manifest that dream, you can change everything. You can change your mindset. You can feel that you deserve it, but you're going to work with the body that you have right now. And the body that you have right now will have these limitations. Jyoti Spencer will say that if you meditate enough and in the right way, you remove all limitations and you will see that happening. I don't see that in the same way. And even, have you heard about Hammer, the new Germanic medicine thing? No. He was a guy that said that everything, every disease was connected to a thought or an emotion. So everything that happens is affected by how, what you felt and how you felt. And he died 82 years old from a stroke. Yeah. Didn't, so I don't know. Is a I, I believe that there is some certain kind of limitation. It's like um, opening the fridge and saying, okay, I'm going to cook something wonderful for dinner, but you're going to use whatever you have in the fridge. And with matter, I believe is 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 that way you work with the matter that you have there are some things that you can change because you can go to surgery and remove i don't know cysts or um correct uh, some physical damage that has been done to you so you can be more proclive to procreate easier but there are certain things in what they are with the things they are that can't be changed matter the thought has a lot of power over matter, but matter still is what it is. That is what I learned from, from the Buddhist practice. It's okay, I will take what it is and I will use it to the best possible advantage. That doesn't mean that I'm going to get what I want. Or what it. you think you want. Or what you think you want. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sound... Uh, like a cynic, because I like using everything that I have in the best way possible. And But this is, to one point, I don't know, when I was a kid, I was very afraid, uh, what happens if I can't have kids? I didn't know I was gay then, but I had this thing in my mind, what happens if I can't have kids? Because people take, people were saying, okay, you're going to make me a great grandmother and blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know, am I going to be able to? But for me, the desire was very clear. And I used my body for the best of its abilities. And I decided that, okay, my body is not going to be in the front line. It's not going to be the channel of manifestation here. I will use another channel. I will still manifest what I want. 
But y- there is a point where you need to recognize that the will is not the way. It's two different things. You will something, you wish something strongly, and then the road of manifestation needs to be, in my appreciation, a little bit wider. Uh, okay, this is so important for me that I'm going to get it from whenever I can. Of course, the mind affects the body, and the body, of course, affects the mind. But there is a point where, I don't know, you need to, you need to realize if you can use your body or not. Because my question is, you have an idea of what you want to do. Your body, you put all your thoughts towards that. Like uh, wanting to have kids. Wanting to have kids. Yeah. You go Because through the whole wheel. that can be a really like life Life changing, for yes. Yeah, life, yeah. For some, yeah. You have everything there. You've done all the work. You clarified your intentions. You feel you deserve it. Your body's not responding to it. Yeah, because that's the case. If someone is trying to get kids and they, it don't happen. And for me, that is something that it needs to be acknowledged because you work with the matter that you have. You can remove some roadblocks. You can uh, get, I don't know, remove a cyst or make surgery so you can have more possibilities to have kids. Yeah, but I think it's important to talk from maybe a male perspective and female perspective in this case. Let's. Because I think a woman, if they have checked that everything is fine, because mm-hmm. some people go to the doctor and then they find out that maybe the man or the woman has yeah something something to correct yeah. or to like work my with. my parents uh, they couldn't get kids, mm-hmm. and that's also a different topic. If the doctor tells you you can have kids, can you use the power of thoughts to change that? But I don't want to go into that now. But that's also interesting. Uh, <laughs> A quantum physics uh, way to. I I I like what Dispenser says about that, but yeah. in my experience, I see people getting very frustrated because you need to work with the matter that you have. This, this is the body that you have. It's yeah, n- it can't but, change in a certain level. But let's say we have a case with a couple. They yeah. are both healthy. Yes. They both want kids. Yes. Or maybe just one of them want kids. I don't know. It can be so yeah. many different. Yeah. Uh, And what's funny is sometimes you don't want kids and then you get pregnant and you see people that just the kids are just popping out of them. Yeah, and then yeah. you s- you are in a position where you want kids and you can't even have one. So it's this is a very delicate, uh, delicate topic. topic. But we don't have the answers, but we will just discuss and mm-hmm. see if we can get out some ideas. So you want to have kids... You are both healthy, you both want this, and nothing happens. Yeah. What can they do? Power of thought helps or it doesn't help? <laughs> What do you mean? Is that a question or is that a statement? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a question. It's a question. I want to know what do you feel about that? Yeah. I think in all matters when it comes to manifestation, you need to know the law of the universe. So we can maybe talk a little bit about the law of the universe. Let's. Because that's universal. <laughs> the law of the universe. That applies, that applies to everyone. Yeah, yeah, it applies to everything. So even if you want to have that car or if you want to have kids or if you want, you have to at least try. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
sometimes you can apply all the things and we still won't happen. And maybe then we have also discussed in the past, maybe it wasn't for you or maybe you have to see things from a different angle or maybe something you have to learn from the experience. So everything is very complex. But if you're going to try the old-fashioned way mm-hmm. with the using the law of attraction, you have to be on the vibration. So let's say you have done all the work and you you know that you're healthy and uh, yeah you have sex nothing nothing you have sex yes, regularly nothing is everyone. stopping you <laughs> nothing is really stopping you except that nothing that it doesn't grow inside you yeah yeah okay I can share a little bit of my journey getting into motherhood I mean, maybe please. that helps I don't know please because that was that that was going to be my next question have you did you always no envisioned yourself being a mother because no. I know I know it's not the case so um how this became a thought and a reality um i was adopted so from my very young age i was thinking if i ever want to get a family i want to have biological kids mm-hmm. for me it has never been an option to be a foster mom or adopt mm-hmm. But I have been helping kids and working with kids like they were my own kids for hmm. my, almost my whole life. So I feel like I gave back that way. You know, I yeah. I was able to care for people and share and f- all that stuff that you do when you have other kids around that you want to help. But I knew that I wanted to have biological kids if I was going to have kids. But I I never kind of. You know, the tantric way is everything is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of like, you don't, s- everything is potential. So it means I can have kids, I can go without kids. So that is kind of the... Um, the ground, or you started starting with point. that. Yeah, yeah, that's how I start. And I think to be free from limitations or free from something that you really, really want or... I think that's a very good start too. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard if you if your whole dream is to have kids, but then I managed to have deep connections with dancers and kids that came to my dance school and I've been following them for like 10, 15 years. Mm. So that side of me of sharing something inside was kind of fulfilled. But I was pregnant once and I took an abortion and I was at the time 32. And that mm. was really, really hard for me. And I remember I spoke with my teacher, my or my uh, Buddhist uh, teacher, about this topic. And I said, I really regret that I took this abortion, and I, I'm not sure if it's right, and how, that, how would you say it from a B- Buddhist perspective? And he said that, at least from a tantric Buddhist perspective, everything is connected. And uh, if you have someone waiting to come to this physical plane through Mm -hmm. you he said it doesn't matter if it's now or in the future Mm. or in another life (laughs) because everything is in a connection in the way of uh, like my mom she said "I i think you were my mom in another life yeah, and I remember you yeah. so it goes back to if we look at life in a little bit more non-linear. Non-linear, yes. Yeah. And I know it's hard to say that in this life, but we have to let that go, first of all. 
And if someone is there waiting for us and uh, it's supposed to happen, it, it will happen, but maybe not on this, um, in these terms. Mm. So we had a deep conversation about that and I had kind of had to let it go, but it was kind of bothering me for a long time. You had a very good Buddhist teacher in I that had. sense. I had. <laughs> but I wasn't really thinking that much about having kids after that, but I was always having this feeling of, hmm, did I do a mistake? And I was thinking, oh, now I might have a kid that was like two years old or then three years old. And what happened is that I um, I started to get these visions. So one night I was waking up in the middle of the night and I felt this boy standing by my bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, r- the presence was really strong. He was like, hey, I'm waiting. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And um, it was a lot of episodes like that. My intuition was kind of telling me someone is waiting. But I wasn't really focusing on I have to start planning this kid or something but mm-hmm. I don't know I just felt like someone is waiting it's a boy waiting and it was kind of like my mind shifted to okay well, and I spoke to my partner Alex about this and I said you know it's we if we ever get pregnant it's a boy and I think he is ready I can feel like he's ready the way I talk about it now it sounds a little bit like cuckoo but what happens is when you are using this information you are kind of, uh, you switch your energy, I think. I started to live like, okay, it's actually a boy waiting for us. And How did that feel, did that feel in the body? Does it, did it feel different? In Because the there, is, there is a, I think that when we feel that we deserve something, mm-hmm. which I feel is what changed mm-hmm. uh, in what you're telling, the last D, Uh, there is a space that opens up, right? Something Mm. relaxes and opens up and it's like, okay, now this can be. Instead of resisting the experience, which I think you were, because you were like, okay, this is not not yet, not yet, not yet. Mm. You opened up. I I always try to find like the somatic clue. Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) So I will try to go back and remember. I think what happens when your mind shifts to believing because I 100% believe in all these premonitions Mm -hmm. and I believe in them so that's the first step you have to believe Mm -hmm. that this will happen or the information you get is real for me it's easy because I believe so when you believe your body opens up like you say it opens Mm up and I had to heal the wound I had from my abortion and Mm. I knew I had to heal that wound because if I didn't 100% heal that wound it will not be 100% pure if I got a kid with my new partner. Okay. What healing, because healing is not an actual, I don't know, you forgave yourself, you integrated that into a bigger picture. I think I did both. Mm-hmm. I had to forgive myself for doing that. Mm. And I had to go back and listen to what my Buddhist teacher told me, mm. that this soul, this spirit is energy and he will come. Either way, you haven't killed him. Mm. I had to heal that and forgive myself. For years, I was in limbo. I thought it was meant to be that I was going to have this kid with my ex-boyfriend. And I had to heal that wound that was inside me. And I felt like this time it wasn't about transforming. It was about healing. 
I'm, I'm very geeky when it comes to this self-work. Why I choose to not use the word transformation is because I, I wasn't going to transform anything because this spirit was there, yeah. 100% perfect in its own way. Yeah, I just, you're, you're, you're opening up Yeah, I just had to heal myself. Yeah, and, and to really forgive myself and say I'm worthy of this experience with 100% pure uh, intentions and alignment with this and mm -hmm. with my new partner. That was very important for me. So there is a so, strong connection between your thoughts and what happened. For me it is. So why, I, we and we were not even trying to get kids, but I wasn't using anything either. So because it was like, you know, <laughs> pure potential, but nothing yeah, yeah. happened. But I knew that as long as I was kind of, I just had this small piece left in my past, like, okay, maybe I should have had this kid with this guy, and then I'm with this amazing new guy, and then mm. I don't want to even feel one percentage that I wish I had this child before. Do okay. you understand? I understand. I saw that in, in couples that open up to the, to the adoption process, and the moment that they open up, to the adoption process, which is deserving being a parent, no matter what, mm -hmm. they get pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> you have seen that. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that several times. Mm -hmm. uh, some people say, I know because I read. Yeah. No, 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 I, I saw it in my in my prior practice. I, I saw that yeah. happening several times. And it's times. like they are letting go and like, okay, we finally made it or we get, yeah, yeah, and then they get. Yeah, so they have an adopted kid and a biological one. Mm. every flavor but my point yeah. with the story is that sometimes it's a thought pattern or a belief system that are so 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 specific and then yeah. yeah because to be that honest with yourself like tell him like you know what i can't think of having kids with you now because i still are in the old history pattern of i want to have i want to have that kid with my oh that was painful yes oh god yeah. that was painful mm. <laughs> Even you can feel that. Oh but, my God. But, I am sweating. I, but I, this I, is... Th that is a very tough conversation. It's super tough. You have to be brutally honest. I don't think that there is brutality and honesty if you open your heart. I, I believe it requires a lot of vulnerability. And some people can feel rejected because of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And they need to understand that it's not re you rejecting them. It's you rejecting yourself, actually. Yeah, I mean, that was like... Um, that was holding me back, that I couldn't let go of that. Because it, wa it wasn't your partner's problem. No, and it, it, it's not no one's problem except mine. It's my belief system thinking that I should have had a child back then. And I had to work with myself because I was thinking, I'm old enough to see that everything that happens mm -hmm. turns out for some reason. And most yeah. of the time, or maybe, yeah, most of the time it turns out in a better way. So I think... If you want to have kids and it doesn't happen for you, I think you have to go deep, deep, deep into yourself and your belief systems and just dig, 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 dig and talk with your partner and uh, see if there's any type of blockages that you can try to solve together. And beyond that, if putting your body on the line and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's the same as... Uh, losing weight or gaining muscles or getting kids is something that you need to do with yourself, with your body. Mm. And realize if the way is through yourself or... 
Yeah, because you know when people are trying to lose weight, mm. studies show that they can lose weight, but they will gain it because they think they are not worthy to be that person, that person, or the skinny version. So everything is just so strongly linked to physical. Yeah, uh, uh, at one point I would like us to talk more about the power of thought mm. and because it clearly shifts how we live our reality. I mentioned show dispensa a couple of times and uh, we we had been trained in practices that from the tantric and Buddhist perpe- perspective put what we think in the and what we feel in the center of our reality right we create mm. around that i like the idea of that the road of manifestation requires you to be deeply in touch with all the things that you need to sort or heal to be able to move forward because then you are going back to pure potential yeah and we talk about the power of the thought. You start with the thought. Mm-hmm. And then in the secret, they kind of didn't explain well enough that it's not just the thought, but it's also the vibration that mm-hmm. you're on. But it's easy to say, okay, stay on the vibration or stay on that frequency. Mm-hmm. How do you get there? When I come deeper into these practices where you stay on the frequency of certain... Okay, let's say I, I, I try to stay on the frequency of love, but even on, th- on that frequency, you have all these things, like you are in a loving relationship and you feel like you found yourself and you things goes well. And then I dig deeper and this belief system that are still like holding you back, holding me back from the next step. So even if you are doing the right thinking, <laughs> you are hitting the right frequency, you are vibrating on... Yeah. In, into the juicy stuff. Also, in those sections, you have to fine-tune yourself and then listen in with your intuition and then just do do the work, pay attention. Is that going to the gym? If you get the dream body, you can't stop working out, you know? <laughs> you have to continue. Maybe it's easier to, yeah, to maintain, but you still have to do something. I know that we circled around different topics, but... I feel that there is a lot of power or understanding how we deserve is put into action Mm. because there is a lot of emotional healing that we can do around that to be able to unstuck ourselves and, and move forward. Then I am realizing now that the how is less important because then you... The how can change. Yeah. Well, when we are helping our yoga teachers, when they are finished the teacher training, we go into the pro module and the first thing they start thinking about is how do I get a job or how can I start? And I'm like, don't even go into the how. Yeah. First, you go on the vibration of what you want. Like, Start imagining what you are as a teacher, what does it look like and, mm. and how to get there can be so surprising. Mm. Thank you so much for today's conversation. It was really inspiring. Thank you.